everyone. Welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. My name is Farah. I'm your host. And today I have a wonderful guest. This is Shay. And we actually met through a breakfast that we connected with through mutual friends Mm -hmm. and um, instantly just like hit it off. And she's also a yoga teacher. She's in real estate. We just had so much in common. Also have similar astrology placements where I was like, bing, 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 all over. And so then after that, um, we've been chatting and I was like, you have to come on the pod and we got to chat about spirituality, our journeys within it, the highs and lows and everything in between, because I think we're all kind of crafting in our own story and navigating through this life in our own particular way. And to be able to support one another within that is really beautiful. And I think there's a lot of value that comes along with it. So Hmm. thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thank you for having me. I loved hearing you like spiel all of that. Yeah, (laughs) it's so interesting. It's like, my personal belief is that we are all ever connected, right? Like there's yeah. no separation. True. Any any mm-hmm. um, idea that we are separated is mm-hmm. like a, totally an illusion, right? Yeah. But the spiritual journey, like the the life path, right? Mm. It's just like so personalized, it individualized. Mm-hmm. And I think it could become really easy to feel siloed and like, like you're on an island yeah. all alone when you're walking this path. And so I'm really grateful to like be connecting with people who are, yeah. you know, doing the damn thing just like I am. Because mm-hmm. when I first got started, oh my gosh, like there was no one to talk to about this stuff. Yes. No one to talk yeah. to. I felt alone. I was seeing mm-hmm. these like, you know, uh, advertisements and like, you know, videos yeah. on Instagram that were like, you should always feel amazing. And like talking about the spiritual, spiritual journey as if it's just some like grand yeah. adventure where you just always feel amazing and you're just having like god shot after god shot and i'm yeah. looking at these people and i'm like that is not what is happening over here i am struggling, <laughs> I am in the depths. I'm struggling and i'm by myself it's dark I can't see. Does anybody know what's going on? I know. But yeah. like, I'm really alone because you're like, am I going, like, and sometimes, like, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't know what's happening. Every time I explain this to someone, they're not clicking. And especially if someone's not on a similar path or even curious about the path, which right. can be a large majority of the people that surround us. Yeah. It's like, they're like, why are you even doing that? Why are you even considering these things? Like, just keep doing what you're doing. Stay within, like, this box that it's been placed around you mm. and stay on that. And it's like, no, like, I want to break out of the matrix I want to break out I want to see that there's something more but like that is unique for everybody Mm -hmm. so it but it takes a lot of I think courage to even go down the path to be able to explore the shadow work to be able to get into the depths and to like expose yourself to that and but then and again it's all personalized because our souls are all meant to be here for a certain reason Mm -hmm. and they're going to have a unique experience in order for our personal evolution yeah and then you have that added layer of like how we were all brought up right like we we again similar Mm -hmm. backstory Mm -hmm. we've we've all been children yeah we all came from the womb right we all have two parents and just depending on where we you know were plucked from the heavens or wherever you Mm. want to call it and like placed on this planet that experience is just so different for everyone yeah drastically different yeah i know well and so i'd love for you to be able to share like what has been your spiritual journey like or when do you like when do you first remember even thinking about it as like a spiritual journey or a path Ooh, that's a loaded question so it's interesting i and this is, I think I, I mentioned this to you before. Yeah. I have a hard time with even just talking about like people, people have a tendency to tell me that I'm a very spiritual and wise per- person. And mm-hmm. even saying that out loud, I'm just yeah. like, Egh. and I know that that's like, there's something yes. there for me to look at, which I'm always willing to do. Yeah. But like when I, when I think about this term spiritual journey, like for me, 
living, mm -hmm. being alive <laughs> is like a spiritual experience, yeah, right? Like there's absolutely. so much going on mm -hmm. internally, externally. And then we have this epidermis that kind of mm -hmm. acts like a sensor, yeah. you know, and like you can tap into that and mm -hmm. that can be the the gateway, right? Mm -hmm. Or like the, the mm -hmm. bond between the, the internal and the external. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I guess when I first became aware of the fact that I wanted something more for myself yeah. than the way I was living, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. just extreme low self-esteem, extreme insecurity, um, not really a full working understanding of like how to live life because I thought yeah. there was a way, right? Yeah. To live life. I just, yeah. I, I just assumed that everyone got a playbook and I either didn't get one mm. or like mm -hmm. when I got it, I opened it up and it was empty. It was blank, yeah. you know? And so I, that was me first getting on this, you know, this path mm -hmm. of like, how do I just be happy? Yeah. And I would say that probably started when I got sober, mm -hmm. right? I got sober in, um, I stopped, I started uh, trying to get sober in um, probably, I just want to say like the summer, fall of mm -hmm. 2014. Okay. Um, in 2015, I mm -hmm. had um, kind of like a rock bottom. Yeah. Uh, and then in 2016 is when I finally got sober and, wow. you know, went through the 12 steps mm -hmm. and got to mm -hmm. the end and was still miserable. Wow. And just like, <laughs> now what? Like this is supposed to be like that cure. Yeah. That, like what I was seeking. Yeah. These 12 steps were supposed to fix me. And mm -hmm. so, and, mm -hmm. I, and I'm not fixed. I'm actually miserable because now I don't have alcohol. So like, what do I do? Yeah. Um, and I think from there it was like little baby steps, right? Like, you know, I go to meetings and they talk about prayer meditation all the time, prayer meditation. And I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, meditation is not going to help me pay my bills uh -huh. <laughs> when actually yeah. it does. Yeah. I was right? like, I was like, what did you say that? Yeah. Yeah. It could be some ways, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. In all actuality, it absolutely does. Right. Yeah. Because it gives me that ability to um, pause when agitated. And there's something that they say a lot in the rooms as well. It's like, it gives me this ability to like sit with discomfort yeah. and still be able to go out into the world and be a contributing mm -hmm. member of society, yeah. right? And like, mm -hmm. I didn't under, I, but I didn't understand that when I was first getting into it. And so mm -hmm. I started with meditation. That's home for me. Yeah. Um, that is, I, that is my grounding space. I will always go back there. I will, I can meditate anywhere, yeah. honey. I mean, like, I don't care if there's birds screeching, kids screaming yeah. and people fighting and shooting behind me. I'm just like, I will meditate anywhere. Yeah. Like, go into your own personal space. Yeah. But isn't that the whole purpose of meditation is to be able to find your center, no matter what chaos is going on around you too. See, my personal belief is that meditation yeah. is supposed to be able to, um, Maybe not necessarily find center, but just be uncomfortable, mm. right? To be with the discomfort. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, like it, like it, like like it's okay. Yeah. Like it is okay to be uncomfortable, mm -hmm. and you can still go out into the world yeah. and be kind and loving mm -hmm. and present, yeah. and 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 grounded, right? Mm -hmm. If you if you can mm -hmm. get there, I, I can't always get there, but I can still go yeah, out into true. the world and be all those other things. You can still operate mm -hmm. and kind of like function within mm -hmm. society, mm -hmm. which then you know, and I'm pulling this back through just because I'm curious about it, because probably before sobriety, there was this option of not, like not wanting to feel like if you felt discomfort, there was a coping skill for you to be able to escape from it or, and then to be able to lean into meditation, was that kind of that tool to be able to help anchor you or I'm just, yeah, yeah. that's a great question. Yeah. I always find it really interesting when people talk about before they got sober, because mm -hmm. I had no self-awareness, mm, like okay. part of, um, and like I, I try to talk about recovery in a general way, but part of the process of, re yeah. of recovery is like doing a deep, a deep dive, yeah. right, into mm -hmm. self. Mm -hmm. And when I did that part of the process, yeah. I was baffled by 
this is who I thought I was. And then I'm looking at my own handwriting and like, this is who I actually am. Mm -hmm. Zero, like a deficit of self-awareness, right? Like I didn't know why I was drinking. I I was just doing it, right? Like that's what people do, Yeah. right? My mom is sober. So I grew up with no alcohol, no drugs in the house. And so we didn't spend a lot of time around people who drank when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And so when I turned, I think I had my first drink at 16 or 17. uh, And then I didn't drink again until I really, until I left the house at 19. Yeah. Uh, And my best friend was older. And Mm -hmm. so I just went to the bars. Yeah. And, you know, you're sad, have a drink. You're happy, yeah. have a drink. It's yeah. Wednesday night, go to happy hour. It's the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, go party yeah. with your friends. And that was it. I don't yeah. know. Like, well, and it's so socially acceptable, not even ex- just acceptable, but encouraged mm-hmm. in a way. It's like mm-hmm. the main kind of point of contact for why you even get together with people yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 So there was like, it wasn't necessarily you were seeking that escapism. It was more of just like, this is just what I'm doing. And now it's become like, habit or it's just something that I lean on mm-hmm. and if whatever emotion I'm feeling then this is kind of my way to cope or yeah. just like deal yeah I mean okay. and it's like what do you do when you're bored right and you don't have any hobbies because you don't know who you are <laughs> you know you just yeah. go to the bar yeah. you know get to have a couple drinks get real social talk to some people maybe black out later I don't know yeah. it's you know and that's like really what it was but that but that's really part of my story you know like just that's that's what I did and 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 then the blackouts got closer and closer together and and Mm -hmm. then there was like attempts to fight people and it was just drinking every day and spending all my money and Mm. I mean my rock bottom was a suicide attempt because I was just spiraling so quickly I didn't know how to get out of it and then I made this really rash decision that Mm -hmm. immediately when I did it I knew I didn't want it but it was it had already been done right the action had already been taken and thankfully I woke up the next day and that was really what put me on the path to get sober and then getting sober is what put me on the path to Mm -hmm. like there's got to be something more than this right Um, and so starting with meditation I'd been Mm -hmm. practicing yoga since I was 20 or 21 and so I just came home to yoga Right. Like I came home to moving my body because I hadn't done that in so long. I've been lifting weights Mm -hmm. and I've been running, but I hadn't been tapping in and tuning in in Mm -hmm. that in that particular way that yoga helps you. Like for me, running that mental Mm -hmm. game. I love that. I love that challenge because Mm -hmm. I've always told myself I can't. And so the first time I ran five miles was like check and then I ran 10 miles and it was like check Mm -hmm. and then I ran a Mm -hmm. full half marathon and it was like check and then I ran 15 miles it was like check Mm -hmm. like that is talking myself through that is Mm -hmm. like that's that's a spiritual practice for me for sure absolutely well and Uh also to show yourself what you're capable of especially when you feel like you can't do something oh yeah 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 um so coming home to yoga was amazing um Mm -hmm. I uh I think I started practicing again in 2015 okay and then in 2016 I was like I'm I I want to share this gift with people and then I got certified to teach Uh, and from there you know I got really curious about yoga Mm. right like Mm -hmm. not not just this experience of moving my body but what does it mean to to study all the limbs right what does it mean Mm -hmm. what does yoga mean for sound Mm. um what does it mean for Mm -hmm. breath what does it mean for meditate like what is what is all that package together yeah that practice of yoga what is that like and i've always loved music right like everybody loves music right Mm -hmm. and i've always loved bass Mm -hmm. that that vibration that goes through your body and soul hits it right in like yeah mm -hmm. yeah in your core Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i started chanting Mm-hmm. Love me some chanting, girl. Um, I'm really hoping to start putting stuff together to bring that to community soon because that yeah. that is what opened the door to sound healing for me. Oh, got it. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know that. So, like, creating my own sound, right? But then mm-hmm. also recognizing that there's 
tools and instruments that we can use to create sound as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the crystal singing bowls is okay. that's where I got curious. And actually, before that, yeah. uh, tuning forks. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm super interested in tuning forks because vibration can heal, right? We've yeah. got this this energy that can get stuck in our bodies, and mm-hmm. the tuning forks help break that up so you can release that. And so that, and yeah. so I went from that is where I jumped to the crystal singing bowl. So um, I I've just been like exploring all of it. I want to be I am endlessly curious about any and everything, and I I'm pretty reserved, and so and like I'm definitely an introvert, right? Mm-hmm. And so like I don't um, get out and about as much as maybe some other people do but I will try anything once yes anything like I'm a yes girl when it comes to having new experiences yeah and so I've just been out in the world doing stuff you know Mm -hmm. like breath work sure I'll try it you know like a crystal singing bowl sure I'll try it you know you want to go jump off a mountain sure I'll try it you know like I'll try anything once yeah Um, especially when it comes to healing like I'm Mm -hmm. definitely interested because I want to you know there's so many diverse experiences and so many diverse possibilities Mm -hmm. and why not just take it all on? And if you don't like it, you don't have to do it again, right? Exactly. And then you've got something to pull from because mm-hmm. everything is useful. Yes. Well, and I think so many people, they get introduced to different healing modalities and some things, some things are going to click for some while others click for others. Mm-hmm. And it's like being able to be exposed to that, to be curious. I love how you said that. So you're like to be curious about it because it's just to have an open mind to be able to receive whatever benefits you have in that moment. Mm-hmm. And then again, you can take it in your tool belt, you can keep it or you can like release it and be like, that was really great. I'm happy I did it but I'm probably not going to do that again yeah yeah Yeah. and I feel like it all like everything comes full circle right like Mm -hmm. everything that I've learned in my past I use in my business now like all of my businesses actually (laughs) you know like every like every single bit of it's become useful Mm -hmm. right down to the failures the fears the like the crazy redirections you know like Mm -hmm. all of it's become useful whether it's given me an ability to become more adaptable um, or more structured Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. or or I've learned really good lessons about when it's really time to cut ties and let go and just be like you know walk away but without resentment and anger right Mm -hmm. like oh Mm -hmm. okay that's just not working let's just go another direction yeah let's let it go yeah well and so this has kind of like navigated you through so you've had like a huge like um, breadth of experiences that I think have all contributed to kind of making very multifaceted person, which I think is the moment we started talking and I was like, like just kind of the interest in how they all blend in together. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what creates like a multidimensional person though. Like that's what creates a human that's having all of these experiences, but you're able to articulate them. And I think tie them all in together in a very beautiful way. Oh. And I, um, and just as a teacher and just someone that's like to be able to communicate with. So I thank you for sharing your story and just kind of how all of that blended into who you are today yeah I'm I I, thank you for asking and thank you for asking me to be here I just I feel like very loved right now I'm feeling a little shy I'm like (laughs) like blushing a little bit Uh, it's interesting I um I don't get to talk about this stuff a lot and so like being Mm -hmm. able to sit down with Mm -hmm. someone and just like have a streamless seam of (laughs) um, seamless stream of thought there we go talking about like all these experiences and how I get to collect these things and you know this was really born out of this Mm -hmm. idea of um, I call it Operation Big Beautiful Life oh okay I did not know this Operation Big Beautiful Life it is this idea that I am not going to do anything that that I don't want to do (laughs) 
to be able to create a big, beautiful life and do what you feel and do what you enjoy. And that there's nothing holding you back from that. Obviously, there's going to be like strife in everyone's life at different points and times, Mm -hmm. but that you can kind of like shift gears, that you can move on, you can let go, and that you can keep continuing to be able to build a life that you actually love, that you actually enjoy being a part of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard the the phrase, um, joy is my birthright. Mm, mm -hmm. And I did not... I feel like a piece of me really wanted to reject that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I and I have a feeling that that's because there's this little piece of Shay mm-hmm. that really believes that she's not worthy, right? Yeah. And I think we all have that to some degree. Some sure. of us have a big part of ourselves that feel that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I if you're one of those people, know that you can chip away at that. Yeah. And, and Absolutely. You, can, you, can, you may not be able to fully get rid of it, right? But you, mm-hmm. the pieces that you aren't able to get rid of, you will learn how to love and yeah. nurture and just, like, hold and be like, I'm here. I care for you. Yeah. Um, and now I'm a, like, I'm a firm believer, mm-hmm. right? Like you, once you have enough life experiences and that's not to say that I'm like this old wise person, you know, like I'm 40, I'm still relatively young, Yeah. but I've had enough experiences, mm-hmm. particularly working for other people uh, to know <laughs> that like, uh, I, like, I'm, like I said before, I'm endlessly curious. I want to do all the things, mm-hmm. right? I want to lift women up. I want to help people heal. I want to, I want to create space where people feel safe yeah. enough to start to dig into that gunk Mm -hmm. and I can't do that if I'm only working you know at this one job to do this one thing because I have to pay my bills right and so that one job to do this one thing because I have to pay my bills is going to be something that I love to do yeah and so um that's why I work at the nonprofit, Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. working with domestic violence survivors I love that work it doesn't feel like work oh my god what a blessing what a gift right um and then I get to write these workshops and, you know, for a long time, I've written my workshops for women. I just started rebranding yesterday. So I've got my whiteboard over here with all of my, like, keywords. Oh, and yes. So that I can start yeah. opening up my services to anyone who's looking to come into that kind of space. Yeah. Um, and then I get to practice real estate because I know that's a really hard thing to walk through sometimes, particularly sure. for, some, for someone mm-hmm. who's never purchased a home before. Mm-hmm. And I have all these skills that I can bring into that space, too, helping people ground themselves while they, mm-hmm. you know, while an underwriter just, like, prize through all their financial background <laughs> what is one of the most stressful experiences that people have in their lives yeah. especially if they don't know and have someone advocate for them that they can yeah. trust like yeah. that is a big deal because it's like deal. it's one of the biggest purchases they'll ever make in their life yeah. too so yeah. and so and i worked for um i worked in mortgage lending off and on for 10 years oh, I so that. like i yeah. know the closing process from front to back and back to front and yeah. so like i can be like this is why that's happening this is why that's happening you know like it's Shine so okay. some light on yes. like kind of something that can seem very mysterious mm-hmm. And just like unnerving, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think that also there's there's a lot of beauty in that because I think having these other experiences, these other things that you do, you relate to people on a different level as mm-hmm. well. Because like it's not like all just like I had one of my clients. They're like, she's like actually like appreciate that you were also in real estate, and I was like, why? And she's like, because you're like you can you're obviously very driven, but then like you like aren't just sitting on a mountaintop somewhere meditating. Like you're in life, you are in the trenches just as much as everybody else, mm-hmm. while still trying to live a spiritual like connected life Mm -hmm. and I was like yeah because I think that we all like I think that's really this movement this collective movement is to be able to make spirituality more relatable more real Mm -hmm. so that it's more it's able to kind of span across a broader population as Mm -hmm. well yeah 
Yeah. yeah. I um so but tell me more about the workshops because I know that you kind of highlighted them a little bit but I don't think you've I know what they are but I don't think that we've <laughs> talked about them quite yet yeah so uh the workshops are and and actually to be really transparent I have not facilitated the workshops since before COVID oh yes I remember saying this when yes. everything went down yeah. lots of people moved their services online I am a person mm-hmm. who really thrives um, off of energetic exchange, right? Yeah. Like I love this type mm-hmm. of vibe. Yeah. Um, I love hosting small groups of people who mm-hmm. get together and they're like something happens in the room. It, it is mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to take that online. Yeah. And so it's just I, not the same. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. And I and I feel like I can't fully show up as myself in those spaces either and, and mm-hmm. like really give the energy that I want to give. Mm-hmm. And so I just, you know, stopped Switch. operating. Um yeah. But But back in. Yeah, yeah. Just like back in it. Yeah, in a different way. So, okay, so previously, Mm -hmm. uh, my workshops were really just geared towards women of all races, background, Mm -hmm. ages. Um, And it started as this kind of uh, introspective, like, let's just get curious about, like, who Mm -hmm. we are as women and, and start to have a dialogue around some of the things that go through my mind on a what feels like daily basis right yeah. like uh, some of the things that I was really struggling with when I first got mm-hmm. sober and, and woke up to the world and like yeah. my own discomfort in yes. it you know yeah. was like okay I have really low self-esteem wow I did not know that mm-hmm. um I am like afraid of other women yeah. I did not know that either mm-hmm. I am constantly comparing myself to other women and guess who's always coming up short like does anybody else deal with this? And so I, I kind of, I really just brought that to a group of women mm-hmm. and I, I told them that. And I said, do you have experience with this? What do you do about it? And then I just left it open, you know, with a final question of like, what's it like to be you in 2016? Yeah. And that conversation has kind of rolled and spiraled and morphed and it keeps, you know, changing its hat. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it, you know, we, talk about everything from consent to building healthy relationships with other women to learning how to trust other women to shine theory which is just like one of my favorite things because shine theory is really just the idea that like no woman is your competition no other woman is your competition if you see another woman who appears to be more beautiful more successful more fill in the blank than you Mm -hmm. you just root for her and you try to get to know her rather than labeling her or Mm -hmm. labeling yourself right and like you know something can happen and that can be like this beautiful connection between two women and Mm -hmm. you might you know gain a friend for life you might learn something you may gain a new skill Mm -hmm. who knows um but i really love that because when i was Mm -hmm. first getting to know women Mm -hmm. jealousy came up a lot for me um turns out i'm also really competitive I'm really extremely competitive. I'm a perfectionist. I'm always like lining things up to see how they measure up. Like I, you know, very particular about certain things. Mm -hmm. I know you sound like you are too. (laughs) Uh, I, and I, and so like I struggle with that a lot. And so shine theory really helped me to practice Mm -hmm. leaning Mm -hmm. into being curious again, back to that word curiosity about another woman Mm -hmm. in that discomfort and then learning, Oh my God, she's human. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's amazing. And, and yeah. like I, and I can have this too, right? Because yes. we're all just mirrors for each other. And that's, I think the beautiful part about it is I can have that too. Just because she's this way doesn't mean that I can't be yeah. and that we can actually support each other mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. and that we can inspire one another. And I think mm-hmm. that that's, 
again, I think once you get more secure within who you are, which took me a very long time to do, I was able to be able to support my friends and my family and like really want the best for them to like truly be rooting them on Mm -hmm. because like, I want you to shine. And so that's why I didn't know that that was the shine theory, but it's like, I truly want you to shine because like, I care about you. So why would I want anything else? Right. Yeah. 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 And it's, but it's, I think it's really, you know, and I'm just kind of going into this because I think that it's really difficult when then you have that for someone else and then there's not necessarily the same in return. And that is like, it breaks my heart. And it's one of those things actually I'm currently kind of like battling with, grappling with because like, you know, people want to see you successful, but not more successful than them. I was like a phrase that I heard once. And it's like, and like, I feel like people almost like celebrate when someone's struggling versus Mm -hmm. when they're winning and like I'm the complete opposite and I'm like Mm -hmm. no like I just want to see you do well and I like care about you like that is truly what where I'm coming from but it's I think it's it's a difficult thing and I I think there's so much subconscious layers that get looped into that as Mm -hmm. well that it's like having to kind of dredge that up and to be able to address it to be able to really heal through it but how did you like like what came up in these workshops and like even like what are your personal thoughts about all of this um I think the most common theme in Mm -hmm. all across all of my workshops is um separation Mm. right isolation disbelief that I am terminally unique that I am alone in the way that I feel the way that I think no I'm broken and no one else is broken like me yeah um that is a pretty common theme and watching that happen Mm -hmm. that connectedness happen is amazing right because it Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I'm not alone right establishes trust yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and 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 that's probably my favorite part and I think that's probably why I didn't take the workshops online yeah because that that experience that women get to have who felt so isolated in their own feelings of unworthiness for so long Mm -hmm. they get to feel that and I and I think this kind of plays a little bit into your um your feelings about success it's like Mm -hmm. um once you feel that commonality right like there's unhealed parts of me there's unhealed parts of you and then we both start to let and let's say we both start to heal but then Mm -hmm. one of us our path quickens right Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. i i feel stagnant Mm -hmm. and i can see you and i'm happy for you but i'm like shit i'm still down here right and so like what do i do with that and Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a personal struggle Mm -hmm. um that calls that person to go deeper and it's just up to them whether or not they're ready for that right and so Mm -hmm. like i I, you know i personally believe that we keep calling in Mm -hmm. what we need constantly right we're magnets yeah and so we just keep calling stuff in Mm -hmm. and you know and to me it's like a spiral right like i have this this model it's like a spiral it's like I think I keep coming back to the same lesson, but not really, right? Yeah, it's like I'm leveling up just a little bit, little bit. and mm-hmm. it's really slow, but I'm still moving like mm-hmm. a, like an inchworm, you know, yeah. across a road in the heat. Man, <laughs> let me tell you, God, what are we doing Do we, here? Yes. Can I get some help? I'm burning. I'm where, burning. <laughs> where is the fast forward button? Yeah. Can I get a sign? Um, but yeah, like I, I so think that that's those, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, sorry, I was gonna say I, I yeah. think that's part of it. You know, I yeah. think that's part of that that process of like and that's like that breaks my heart in a way because like I know that that experience personally right and Mm -hmm. and it's all rooted in the same thing lack Mm. scarcity yes not enough Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. until I can start to believe that that there's always enough that 
in wisdom is infinite. Mm-hmm. Love is infinite, right? Yeah. Like there's an abundance of all yeah. of it. And until I can start to believe that, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I, I may not get there. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes I, if they think for me, I have to talk it before I can. And then, and then I have to walk it. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. I talk it for a long ass time yeah. and my feet aren't moving yeah. and then I get my feet moving and then my heart is like, yeah. oh, I see where you're going. Yeah. I'm into this. Yes. And then everybody's on board. Oh. Um, and I can like really walk with purpose. And mm-hmm. But it takes a while for some people. I, yeah. And I'm some and people. Yeah. <laughs> I am definitely some people. Well, and you know, I don't think... And it's definitely, I think it varies. And at different points in time, I think that we all like, you know, we can be feeling really good and then we kind of go into the slumps and then we pull back out. And mm-hmm. it's like, and I think in those moments, like I'm just trying, like at least what I'm working on right now, is like just offering myself grace in that. Like if I'm having a bad day where I do feel that comparison or I do just feel shitty about myself in mm-hmm. all honesty, mm-hmm. it's like, it's okay because like I'm here. There's a reason why I'm probably feeling this way mm-hmm. and I'm just going to allow myself to do that. And like also discomfort comes up for a reason. So what is that discomfort? Try not to overanalyze, which I can do very easily. Same. I was like, and then I'm like, why? What is the root cause? Let oh, me go deeper. There love must a why. Be. Yes, <laughs> girl. Like, me but, and my journal. But, but why? <laughs> but why? But why do like I? Like a four-year-old <laughs> out here. And then it's you just like to the bottom of this. I, I'm going to. I'm going to. I was like, but then sometimes it's like just being okay with like, is there? Does there always have to be a why? And that's you that know? balance, right? Like sometimes the shitty thing is just the shitty thing. Girl, yeah. go on about your day. Yeah, go to work. Move along. <laughs> go to work. Keep moving. Let it be. Let it be. Love that should be because it does not matter. And like that. The, and, but there's so it, but it's hard because it's like I don't want to bypass, which can happen. Right. I don't want to spiritually bypass, yeah. and I don't want to be like it's fine, it's cool. I don't like and the. But I feel like that line is like I'm not repressing it. I'm feeling it. I'm in it. Mm-hmm. But then also I'm not gonna like wallow in it. Yeah. And I think that that's just been this very very like you know it's always that tightrope that I'm walking Mm -hmm. along within life um to be able to be present enough to show up for it but then not to like ruminate which can happen sometimes yeah oh I love a good rumination oh just like I'm rolling around yes girl (laughs) look I'm comfortable okay in this mud I'm just gonna lay here all damn day and then I'm gonna call you later and complain about how I laid in it all day (laughs) And you have to listen. Friendship, having people that you can call and lean on in those moments where you're struggling, I think is absolutely critical because I think that we need to be able to support each other on these paths. But I'm curious, like, has there been like a significant low point within that's occurred within your life where like it was like hard to come back up to the surface that there was like kind of that took some time or do you feel like it's kind of just like little things that happen on a day to day basis where you can kind of like struggle and how do you continue on? Yeah, I, you know, living without any kind of like band-aid, right? And I'm thinking specifically of like being sober and like being on this planet, (laughs) which feels like a lot sometimes. Um, And then, and then also being a naturally, and I hesitate to say that because, you know, I think Mm -hmm. when I was a little tiny tot, I think I was pretty carefree Mm. and kind of Mm -hmm. just like running around interested in everything. And, you know, but I have a lot of childhood trauma and I think a lot of us do. And my anxiety started probably at around age six or seven. And so Mm -hmm. it's been a long time companion of mine. And it's something that I still, it's always with me. It's always with me. And, and also a person who, you know, battles depression. And, Mm -hmm. and so I think the combination of all of those things, life can feel really heavy sometimes. And my world can get really small. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget mm-hmm. that there's other people on this planet and I forget that there's people on this planet that care about me. And so navigating those waves, right? Those currents can feel um, overwhelming, mm. unbearable at times. Yeah. And But it, what I love about this whole process of, you know, walking, a, I guess, a spiritual path is that mm-hmm. at no point do I not want to be here. Mm. And that's a huge difference from before, you know, I got sober. Um, I think if I could speak to a low point in sobriety, I would say, uh, I would say doing shadow work. Now I say that with a caveat, like I Mm -hmm. did not know what I was getting myself into. I, I'd read about it online. Right. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I knew that it was going to be hard. Mm -hmm. I'm always up for a challenge though. Like hard does not, that doesn't phase me. I'm like, bring it. I'm an Aries with a tourist move. You know, like like, I'm like, like, let's go. Horns coming at you. Um, so not afraid of hard work. Right. No. However, I, I wish I had really integrated myself into a community where, there had been those who'd gone before me. Does that make sense? So that I knew as I was coming down from that, um, because what I did is I wrote myself a very extensive fear Mm -hmm. inventory. And so I looked at every fear, every insecurity. I wanted to see how it showed up in my day-to-day life. So I I, I cataloged how it shows up um, in my interactions with myself, Mm-hmm. how each fear, each insecurity shows up in my interaction with, with other people and then how it shows up in my interactions with God. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote down every blockage uh, wow. that, that is birthed mm-hmm. from that space. And mm-hmm. that, I'm so hard on myself. That experience took me from um, kind of like, Oh, you know, you can be a, but you can do better, right? Like I'm always yeah. trying to self-encourage mm-hmm. to, uh, almost like a, like a, like I was, a, like I was my own whipping post, you yeah. know, um, how could you not see this? And so like, that was a pretty low point. And then yeah. when you're in shadow work, they do tell you that you might have this tendency to want to like withdraw because yeah. it's such an emotional undertaking. It is. And I'm already an introvert and I like, I don't mind being at home at all. Like mm-hmm. my little oasis. I mean, you yes, like, <laughs> it's quite cozy though. I can you know, like I, like yeah, I want my home to be a space. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is my grounding space. This mm-hmm. is, you know, where I feel safe and comfortable. And so yeah. I set it up that way on purpose because, mm-hmm. you know, this, I, I don't think I had that before, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I, I naturally will ha- have a natural tendency to just like be at home. Yeah. Um, not to say that I don't like to get out. I do, but I just, yeah. this is my space. And so that kind of like magnified Yes. and I, I pulled away from everybody and mm. I, and I didn't have anyone to go to, to talk about what was happening between my ears. Yeah. And there was a lot going on in there and a lot of it was scary, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and it can be really intense to be able to so, even just navigate. Oh my God. So intense. Yeah. And so that felt very lonely. Mm. Mm-hmm. I felt very isolated. Again, I felt like I was on an island. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, uh, I did a lot of reading about it. I was, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love me some therapy. So I'm constantly in therapy. Um, yeah. I still see a therapist, mm-hmm. uh, did That's a lot of writing fun. about it, yeah. mm-hmm. talking to my therapist about it. Who's very familiar with shadow work. And, and like that yeah. was helpful. Good. Uh, and I think, you know, what I do when I am getting into those like kind of low points in life where I'm just feeling the anxiety, feeling the depression, mm-hmm. um, all the things that I have been collecting along the way, right? Yeah. Like meditation, breath work, prayer, mm-hmm. body movement, mm-hmm. uh, which is not always yoga necessarily. Sometimes it's literally just like shaking. Yeah. 
-hmm. or rocking. Um, I smudge every morning Mm -hmm. uh, before Mm -hmm. I leave my house. I smudge every night before I go to bed. Um, I do a physical and a spiritual cleanse every day. So that's like shower smudge, right? Mm -hmm. In the morning, shower smudge at night before I go to bed. Um, Like cleansing my thoughts, cleansing my body, Mm -hmm. cleansing my spirit, like those types of things. I got Mm -hmm. my crystals. I'm like charging those in my windowsill. um, And I will often meditate with some of those or like maybe Mm -hmm. I'll hold one in one hand and one one in the other and I'll just meditate like that yeah um I do uh Reiki I have a friend that I see for Reiki yeah Um, I started incorporating a regular Reiki session or that energetic cleansing mm -hmm. I think is often underestimated because a lot of people don't do it and you know where do you even learn to do this? You know, it's not even something that necessarily comes up in most people's day to day, but especially for people that are a little bit more sensitive or highly sensitive, it's Mm -hmm. like, it really does make a huge difference in just the way that you feel and kind of like engage and kind of interact with the world around you and Mm -hmm. kind of that state of being on like your baseline, what your baseline is. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I I do also want to say thank you for sharing that little point and just kind of going into kind of how that, transpired for you and then also kind of like how you were able to pull yourself through it but was that was there a defining turning point or was it do you feel like it's yeah like how did do you feel like you're on the other side of it I guess the best way to put it on no Mm -hmm. um and I I think for me, that's a good thing because I want immediate yeah. results. Like I want to do the thing and I want the result. I want to see it. I want to hold it. I want to feel yeah. it. And I want to tell you about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Look, look at this thing I did. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience with shadow work has been that it is an unfolding, continuously unfolding process. Yeah. Right. And so what have I been noticing? Yeah. Um, telling people no is not a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> the way that it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, not fine with saying, uh, no. fine saying with no. Yeah. Um, definitely am learning to not take myself so seriously. Vera, I take myself so seriously. Just like, I am just like, always got to, you know, always got to be growing. Mm. Always got to be growing. Every little mistake I make, perfectionist, right? Every little mistake I make, I'm cataloging it. I'm journaling about it. Like I just, you know, so finding that in that sweet spot, that in between space Mm -hmm. of like, like just this is really funny Shay like like (laughs) just let this be funny this is a hilarious life experience just let it be funny or so you said the wrong thing or so you offended someone like you know it's okay I have gotten I you know I didn't think that I was a person who would ever get get to this space but um and I'm really trying not to swear but I'm going to the fuck it I was like, fuck it. Uh, I was just yeah. going to say, I was like, fuck it. That, that's like a personal life choice. I don't yeah. know where it's coming from. It yeah. feels weird in my body oh. swearing these days. So I'm oh, practicing, okay. I'm playing around okay. with not doing it to yeah, see w- what that's all about. Yeah. It's very interesting. I kind of like it because yeah. it forces me to be more creative. And as a writer, yeah. like I'm like oh, yeah. getting more creative with my language. I'm like, this is kind of fun. Oh, um, but like yes. totally is the case of the fuck. It's just like, yeah. you know, I'm in it now or it's happening now or mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this will be okay. Yeah, Yeah. a lot less worry about like what's gonna happen if I make the wrong choice. You know, Mm. like like just Mm -hmm. fuck up and let it be a fuck up, and maybe something great will happen. Maybe something unexpected will happen. Maybe it'll be horrible, and (laughs) you'll be fine. You know, you'll you'll be embarrassed for a little while, and then it's good to go. You know, that's been really cool. Um, And I think I was mentioning to you before Mm -hmm. uh, we started, um, something neurologically is going on Mm -hmm. with me and. I, 
I will see a neurologist because I think that's important. Yeah. My as a, as a writer and a person who has done like a decent amount of public speaking, yeah. getting my words mixed up is mm. very a very strange experience to me. It's happening when I teach yoga. It's happening in like regular conversation with people. I'm like stuttering. Um, but I do know that yeah. as our brain changes, mm-hmm. those little wrinkles, yes. they yeah. start to change, right? Yeah. And like neurons neural can start pattern. to, yeah, yeah, they can start to fire in different ways. Yeah. And so to yeah. me, this can be like a really good thing. You um, might be reprogramming your like pathways within your brain, your neural pathways. I could be. I could be. And they're not uh, just like firing or syncing up the way that they used to before. Could be. Yeah, could be. I'm not a neurologist. I was just like thinking, so we're, we're still we're, we're, just, we're just but also, hyper- and, what, and what I love about that yeah. though, is like, um, another result of having done the shadow work is like, I'm open to new possibility, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm open to the possibility that like, you know, cause previously I would have been like, I totally have brain cancer. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and now I'm just like, you know, it could be something serious. Mm-hmm. It could not be something serious. And like, yeah. either way I'm going to be okay. You know, yeah. like, I think like those are the kinds of results that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. I'm still insecure as hell. Right. Yeah. I'm still neurotic. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. I still have self-esteem issues yeah. and I'm okay with all of that. Yeah. You know, like, whereas before I would never tell you that I'm insecure. Right. ever who nobody needs to know that right like yeah. you need to see me as a strong black woman mm-hmm. who has her shit together yeah. and the reality is most days i don't know what the hell is going on on this earth i'm just like <laughs> i'm just like trying to make I'm it through the, the day best. right I'm like i'm just best. like okay it's new making it through i can go to bed without feeling weird about it in eight hours you know <laughs> you know, so, you know like, i'm just like trying to make it through the day. is solid i know it's pretty solid time right but and like but i um appreciate you sharing that because I think that there's these moments where like you got to fall into acceptance oh yeah right it's like it's a little bit of that surrender of like Mm -hmm. life is life yeah and like I can do what I can I can take action I can take inspired action as much as I want to Mm -hmm. I'm going to like you know and I can try to be the best version of myself I can show up as fully and authentically as I can Mm -hmm. but sometimes shit's not going to work out or sometimes things are going to go astray or sometimes I'm still going to feel a certain way about myself or about life or a Mm -hmm. situation and that's all okay it's all like all of it's okay you know and like another um really big um i want to i'm gonna say gift Mm -hmm. uh, of doing shadow work for me was that when i first started i thought that i was supposed to bring this stuff up so that i could you know like shed it yeah get rid of it release it right Mm -hmm. like i i have been in ultimate fixed shea mode since i got sober right and like this whole and like getting through the end of that extremely painful process and Mm -hmm. still having fear and insecurity i was just like what in the hell god like Mm. i'm 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 working hard like can i get like throw me a bone and the bone came in the form of the realization that there is nothing to fix because i'm not fucking broken I'm not broken. None of us are broken. No. It's just like we're just out here living life, collecting experiences. Yeah. We assign meaning to them. Mm-hmm. And then we operate based on those those descriptions, yeah. right? Those definitions Whether we know it or not. Shaped. Yeah. Yeah. And so like there's nothing broken. There's nothing to fix. Like mm-hmm. this whole time I've been trying to get rid of stuff when really all I've needed to do is love and accept. Mm. Love and accept, right? And so like, that's that's yes. the goal today. Like that's yeah. the work today. Yeah. How can I be tender with myself today? How can mm-hmm. I be gentle with myself today? Yeah. How can I be patient with myself today? Compassionate, kind, loving. Yeah. Like, how can I treat myself the way that I treat the women in my workshops? Mm. 
Crazy concept, right? right? Super crazy concept. So simple, though, you yeah. know? So that's where, like, and that, like, that makes me emotional to think about that because it's just, like, where did I get that idea from mm. that I needed to be fixed? Or that where you needed that to from? be perfect or you needed to be something in order to deserve the love yeah. and that acceptance. Yeah. To be worthy, to be enough. Yeah. Where did that come from? And the answer is I have no idea. But, right. Well, and from, like, every freaking like outlet within our society mm -hmm. within our parental programming if they've you know conscious or not that they kind of impose that on us mm -hmm. or the images that we see all around us or these comparisons or a lot of people being the perfect version of themselves when they're out and not allowing those insecurities not voicing those not sharing them with others to remind us that we're all in this together yeah right yeah yeah. But the love, so what would you say you are within your, because the, the love and acceptance journey has been extremely difficult one for me. And I finally feel like I'm, I like myself mm. for the first time, you yeah. know, the second time I liked myself before I, when I went through yoga teacher training, went through a big spiritual journey, but then I just, you know, life happens. Mm -hmm. And then I just like made some, I fucked up a few times. I messed up and like, it didn't mess up. I just, I went back in and I thought that I had figured it all out, mm. but then life kept happening and I didn't. Yeah. And so then to come out the other side, to go through another big transformation mm. and to like myself again, mm. I just feel really grateful. I feel really fortunate. Mm. But then at the same time, I still have my fucking bad days. Yeah. I still have days where I'm just like, and I know I still have so much more room to grow. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Like yeah. where, where are you at now within maybe your spiritual journey, within your self love journey? Like, where do you see yourself? Um, well, I definitely like myself. Mm -hmm. I, I, to me, Shay is kind of like, to me, I am that friend that you just love to have around, mm -hmm. right? Because she's solid yeah. and she like has these like random wise thoughts that she shares with you and yeah. then she just like bounces off and like you don't see her for three months because <laughs> yes. she's like in a hole somewhere reading a book you know yeah. um <laughs> and she's a perfectionist yeah. right and she's got like you know a little bit of sass a little bit of spice and like sometimes she annoys the shit out of you because she thinks she knows so much but you just can't help but love her like that's how i feel about shay Aww. Like she's like that friend <laughs> that you know is like always gonna be there. Yeah. But sometimes you just want to be like, you annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> I swear every Aries thinks that about this. Yeah. <laughs> but every friend around you is like, you don't annoy me. You're just hilarious. Yeah. Like, I do. And I like I feel like that's like a like a really weird way to describe it. But it's just like the friend that I would never want to go away. You yeah. know, it's like I mm -hmm. and it. It's just a really interesting place to be because I've spent so many years really not liking myself. Like, Farrah, when I first got sober, I could not look at myself in the mirror. Mm. It makes me emotional. I know, it's like a heartbreak <laughs> a little like, bit. It's like, boop, boop. Yeah. And then, when I, and then when I did, I would like yeah. burst into tears. Like, yeah. that is where I've come from. So yeah. now I spend a little too much time looking in the mirror. And then you're like, <laughs> we don't swung away in the other direction. <laughs> Right. As you should, as you that's, should. Yeah. But, but that but and that's yeah. part of the journey, right? It's like mm -hmm. the more I 
start to look at, you know, mm-hmm. and like accept and love what's happening in here, right? Yeah. The soul level, mm-hmm. the more beautiful I become to myself. Yes. And, I and, think that's so true. and ironically, the less makeup I wear, right? Mm-hmm. The less I need to, um, you know, I spent a lot, a lot of my life heavier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lost a bunch of weight um and then i guess spent a not i guess i know mm-hmm. let's be on let's be yeah. honest shay yeah. i spent a, a lot of time wearing like really revealing clothes and that's not to say that like mm. that's unacceptable yeah the reason that i was doing it was because i thought that that was going to get me you know attention or yeah yeah yeah, yeah the praise and, yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily the kind of attention that I later realized that I wanted, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so, like, even the way I dress has changed, you know, because yeah. I'm I'm not feeling this this need to like mm. seek attention, yeah, or right? even like get that external validation, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you and I talked about this before. It's like mm-hmm. if I, you know, if I'm out in the world dating and mm-hmm. I get too many like sexy vibes from from a guy that I'm like yeah. on a date with. I'm, I get, you know, I apprehensive, yeah. you know, cause it's a turn off. It turns into a turn off. Cause yeah. you're like, you're not seeing me. Yeah. You're seeing this physical yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like the person behind it. Yeah. And there's a lot going on in here and it's all really interesting. So yeah. <laughs> you should want, you to, should know want to know what's going on in here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's so then it, so it seems like you're kind of at this culmination point of like, I'm in the trend, like I'm still in the work, I'm mm-hmm. doing the work. I'm still learning and discovering myself Mm -hmm. and I think we're ever changing so there's always something new to be able to um, uncover but that you like have come to a point where you actually like you know you like what you see Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like you like who you are which I think is a huge accomplishment because I don't think Mm -hmm. a lot of people ever get there yeah you know yeah I think I have a very healthy relationship with myself today Mm -hmm. you know a very healthy relationship I don't have any illusions about who I am I know, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I don't argue with people about who I am. <laughs> You're like, I don't need to prove anything. I don't need yeah. to prove anything. And also like the idea is just exhausting. I'm just like, okay. Um, yeah. I, and that don't, that doesn't happen very often. It'll like every once in a while, it'll come up where someone will have an opinion about me or yeah. like, they'll see me do something or hear me say something and they'll like write a story about it and then yeah. try to tell me that story. Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. You know, on that's the- a story that <laughs> yeah. you made up actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think I really just say, I can't help you with that. Yeah. You know, that's and then and then I move on to the next thing. Um, I yeah, I feel like I'm I'm reaping the rewards of mm-hmm. the work that I've done. And and again, that's not to say that I'm happy every day. You oh. know, like I woke up this morning and I was like, here we are again. <laughs> I <love> you. <laughs> You're like, yeah, here we I'm, are again. I'm not in a good space. It is <laughs> three thirty-five a.m. Why am I awake? Here we are again. Yeah. And then you know what I did? I what? I listened to a meditation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I listen to a, um, uh, uh, a trust, trust the universe affirmation. It's oh. like my favorite thing to do right now. Yes. I know we were just talking about this. Yeah. yeah. And then I, uh, I got up and I made some decaf coffee cause I'm only drinking decaf right now. Oh, okay. Uh, uh-huh. And then I went and taught yoga and then I came uh-huh. home and I went to sleep and now I'm talking to you and like, uh-huh. I feel fine. You know, yeah. like we're all good. You know, life is good. Life is good. But then it's like, yeah. And we, we talked about this a little bit earlier too, but like riding the waves yeah. of life and yeah. like allowing yourself to feel whatever's coming up. Yes. Again, you can kind of sometimes maneuver your way through it. If you like, okay, like, let me, let me anchor, let me meditate, let me do some things. But like, also if this is continuing on, if this is still like this, there's this residual, like kind of like frustration that's there, like mm-hmm. just letting it be there yeah. too. I do not have time to spend all day trying mm. to stop feeling bad i ain't got oh. time i'm busy i got three jobs yeah. <laughs> you know? like, don't we both. I, got, <laughs> don't we both. I got stuff to do yeah. oh, we do 
we we gonna ride this wave, Shay. It's gonna be all right. And tomorrow and we're gonna wake up. It's gonna be a new day and a new feeling. Yeah, you know that from experience. It's yes. okay. Well, and like to ride it, and like to still like okay, I feel this way, but I'm gonna get through my day. Mm-hmm. I'm not ignoring it. I'm not like disregarding it. But I'm just gonna keep going. And again, tomorrow's a new day. This is temporary. Mm-hmm. Like let's see, let's see what else comes of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love uh, yeah. too. Like I throughout the day, I'm mm-hmm. you know I will tell God I'm open to a new experience. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm open to a shift in perspective yeah. because if there's something that I'm not seeing that you think I need to see, I'm, I'm here for it. You yeah. know, you just let me know. And in the meantime, thank you for this experience because yeah. this is teaching me resilience, right? Mm-hmm. This is teaching me to stay open-minded. It's teaching yes. me to stay willing. Yeah. And I am proving to myself, I am showing myself right now that despite discouragement, mm-hmm. I can still show up. Yeah. And like, that's new for me, mm-hmm. right? Like normally I would just be in bed all day. I wouldn't answer anybody's phone calls. I'd just be out, you know? I'd, like, go to a yoga class somewhere where I don't know anybody and hide. Hide in the corner. Don't talk to me, you know? And that's just not my experience today. Today, no matter how I'm feeling, I'm Mm going to ask you how you're doing because I care. I want to know, you know? And, like the world doesn't revolve around me Mm. and the world Mm -hmm. doesn't stop because Shay's having a bad day or a tough day or, you know, my life is amazing. It is beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. Like everything Mm -hmm. that I started out to accomplish when I first had that idea of operation, big, beautiful life has come to fruition. Yeah. Whether it's been, you know, really hard or really easy to accomplish. I'm here. I'm where Mm -hmm. I want to be. I don't do anything. I don't want to do today. Yeah. And that is amazing. And a gift, you know, and like it's, I think it can be really easy to lose sight Mm. of that. Right. But I, I I like to remind myself of like where I, Mm -hmm. where I was, how I started and like where I am now. Mm -hmm. And just like little stuff. Like I have running water. Yeah. I have a bed to sleep in at night, mm. you know? I have a gratitude. I do gratitude every day. Yeah. And it's often, sometimes, and, you know, usually there's some other things, but if I can't think of anything else, I have a bed to sleep on. Mm-hmm. And when I first moved out of my um, ex's place or of, out of our place, I didn't have a bed. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a couch. I was laying on the ground and I was just like, that was a difficult moment for me. And yeah. so then ever since then, I'm like, I got a bed. Yeah. I got comfortable. I was able to purchase a bed. I was able to purchase on my own nice sheets, things that I enjoy. I get to feel comforted, mm-hmm. like within my own sanctuary, within my own space. I can afford to have a roof over my head. Right. And that's like, you know, sometimes I think a lot of people take that for granted. 100%. Yeah. When I uh, got out of my car to go to the elevator to teach mm-hmm. class this morning, there was a guy uh, sitting out in, in the um, elevator Mm. Uh, space yeah like lobby area yeah, yeah he was just like sitting on the floor with a bag of oranges and like a backpack oh, wow. you know mm-hmm. it is i would think it was a i think i got there at 5 50 a.m yeah you know where did he sleep last night yeah who knows yeah. you know so i said good morning because that's what you do when you see another human right yes i asked him if he was okay and if that. he had enough yeah. food for the day yeah. and and you know it's like thank you god like that could easily be me it could be easily be anyone, mm-hmm. you know, different yeah. circumstances, different life experiences lead us all in different directions mm-hmm. and, um, feeling like, I think if I'm, I'm a big believer. I, I always talk to any, like, I will say hi to anybody on the street, but especially homeless people in particular, I'll make an effort to like make eye contact with them and see them because I think that they so often get ignored to be mm-hmm. able to see them mm-hmm. as humans that you are, mm-hmm. you know, reminds them that they are worthy yeah if even it's just a hello and that's such a simple thing to do and it's just so often forgotten yeah so that's yeah. beautiful that you do that for some reason i'm not surprised <laughs> <laughs> people do it for me right we pay it forward learn grow give it away right yeah, like everything that i've 
everything that I am today came from somewhere else. Mm. Right? Like mm-hmm. this isn't a, what I how I live isn't new. No, you know, no. none of it's new. It's yeah. just I I I made a decision, right? Like mm-hmm. I want to be I want to live a life of service. Yeah. And like that's part of it, right? Like yeah. showing up, learning how to stop withholding myself mm-hmm. from the world because that's one of my yeah. things that I do yeah. is to, you know, mm-hmm. withdraw. Yeah. Um and start speaking up, you know, in in a lot of different ways, right? telling the truth about how I actually feel mm-hmm. and then also like actively engaging with the other people on this planet because yeah. like both of those things are important mm-hmm. so well and sharing your gifts mm-hmm. and I think that living your dharma living your true purpose and what you're supposed to do on this earth is the ultimate form of service because you're sharing what God intended you to share mm-hmm. with the world around you mm-hmm. but I don't think we can do that until we've fully lived until we're like really in our life experience and like showing up for that completely mm-hmm. to be able to like um, really authentically and sh- like um, like honestly kind of share what's coming up for us mm-hmm. and to find that connection within the people and within the communities around us too. Yeah, I think so that's an interesting concept for me because mm-hmm. I when I first started um, when my consulting business I uh, mm-hmm. was pretty early in this process. And so, yeah. yeah, And so like the idea of of showing up honestly, you Mm -hmm. know, I think for a really long time, I don't think I really fully understood what it meant to be honest. Right. Mm. I think, Mm -hmm. I think I saw honesty as telling you what I'm feeling right now. Right. So like if I'm, if I'm angry, I'm going to tell you that I'm angry. Right. But like, um, honest to the degree where I can fully talk about my experiences or, um, my, uh, my insecurities or my fears or my mm-hmm. desires or why I did that thing or said mm-hmm. that thing, like mm-hmm. the, the root cause behind that, right? Like yeah. that, that deep shadow conscious stuff, subconscious stuff. Yeah. I didn't know how to do that. And I didn't know that I didn't know how to do that, right? Yeah. But I was still showing up in these spaces, creating spaces, asking questions because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Do you know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it together. <laughs> and yeah. I think that's why my workshops were free for a long time too, because yeah. it's like, I don't, you know, I don't know what's I best for you. I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers, you know? And I, and I but think that, there's healing. There's so much healing that comes along with that mm-hmm. all on its own. Too. Oh yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the, that space wasn't just for these women, no. right? Like, yeah. I think that we lean into what we need for ourselves as well. Yeah. And I, and I love that because mm-hmm. I get to learn and grow. And yeah. then I get to, and then I get to, I always have this visual of like mm-hmm. me reaching my hand forward and having a woman reach back. Right. Oh. And then me reaching back. Like, yeah. and that's how that works, right? We're, yeah. we're all just connected once connected. again. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Me Makes too. me really happy to think about that. <laughs> well, and the fact that you're creating those spaces, you know, and different and that you're jumping back into that and oh, that, so like that there's even something out there that's doing that, mm. I think is so necessary and just really kind of a miss, missed, um, mark for a lot of like because I just don't I like when you described it to me I was like I don't know anyone else that's doing anything like this but it seems so necessary and so mm-hmm. healing and like especially for that wounded feminine energy to mm-hmm. be able to like kind of address it to be able to bring it to the light yeah. and hopefully continue to heal it too yeah I just, I just want to make sure this is still recording but I am um, I'm so grateful thank you so much for having this conversation me with too. me and uh, how can people connect with you how can they stay in touch with you Oh God, you know, I'm terrible on the socials and luckily, um, my business number is my personal number. So okay. I will just give you my, 
cell phone number. You let you <laughs> just call me. You, just just call. call me. Actually, you probably want to text me because I, if you call yeah. me and I don't know the number, I'm not going to oh, answer. Yeah, and then if you leave me a voicemail, unfortunately, uh, Shay in 2023 does not uh, listen to voicemails. Okay, so send me a text message. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're like I'm just like so. Uh, I so Shay in 2023. I don't know what is going on with me, but I'm leaning into it. And like I have like I don't know how many unlistened to voices. I just call you back. Yeah, like, I guess it Yeah, you know, so I'll just call you back. So just send me a text. So um, yeah. my phone number is 404-593-4216. And seriously, you can call me or text me, and I'm happy to chat at any oh, time. Yeah. I may not get back to you right away. Like I said before, I do have three jobs, but yeah. um, I do believe in showing up and, mm-hmm. you know, returning people's phone calls and text messages. So yeah. reach out anytime. You can find me on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, my most active social media profile profile right now is uh, my yoga profile so yep. mm-hmm. it's at she her yogi mm-hmm. and